0: Hey, what's going on? We're here in Cooker uh, River Ranch. We're here with uh, Rob Scribner, uh, Scribner, Rob mm-hmm. Scribner, um, and we're here in another chat of Let's Talk Tourism. Now we're going to learn a little bit about what uh, Rob is doing, um, a little bit about his history as well, a little bit about uh, what's uh, his future as well inside this of permaculture, and also inside tourism, how permaculture can have like a symbiotic relationship with uh, tourism and uh, so it's going to be interesting a very uh, fun inter- uh, conversation he showed me around i'm going to show you a, a few clips as well but it's going to be a good chat so rob appreciate you for accepting oh, yeah. you know? i was
1: looking forward to it
0: so uh, thank you for your time as well uh so rob uh tell us a little bit about how you started okay. this or where are you from you know how is it you got right. here to Oregon? Well,
1: my name is rob scribner and i'm known as ranger rob ranger and rob. the reason being is uh we uh Uh, uh, but uh, we actually own the trademark Ranger Rob, so a lot of our products and things we do has Ranger Rob, so our channel and what we're doing here, (laughs) Cinder, (laughs) we have a dog digging right next to us, um, (laughs) sure, um, (laughs) it's kind of funny, we have a dog that's digging and throwing dirt at us, so it's kind of funny, so welcome to the ranch, um, so this is called Ranger Rob Country Living is our channel. And so on YouTube, just go to Ranger Rob, all one word, country living, and you'll see uh, we do daily videos here talking about uh, homesteading, permaculture, um, and hydroponics. And so today, we got a chance to kind of walk around, look at the hydroponics, how we're using our animals to uh, increase the quality of our soil, um, uh, showing different techniques, techniques of ways of you and I being able to grow our own food. And and, and just because we're on a little five-acre place here, we're trying to address people that may be living in an apartment or living in a townhouse or have a little prop, you know, a little yard or whatever. Uh, you can do what we're doing here. So he'll be kind of showing you some pictures and stuff. But uh, what we want to demonstrate here um, is my goal is to uh, teach people how to grow their own food. or uh, And if it's just growing uh, plants, great. If you want to introduce animals, and if you do introduce animals, to let your animals help develop your land. Because the other problem we're having in the United States is fertilizers. Well, what's a natural fertilizer? Good old chicken poop and and rabbit poop, and and we have pigs here, so we use their poop. Cow poop, all that stuff is great fertilizer. And we may not be able to get any Uh, As the time going on, because of shortages, so you told
0: me that is something. So yeah, and then you told me you showed me around, and it's like incredible uh, the level of uh, different crops and different resources you can create. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, you know. It's it's respectful. Yeah, it's good for the
1: environment, good for the earth.
0: Yes, and the things you you tell me that you're gonna do as well is really even better, which I think that should be implemented. Obviously, like you said, here in the the Central Oregon region, you know, but in other places of the world, why not? eh? If you have the soil, if you have the space, if you have the tools, you can do anything. Yeah,
1: and we're trying to show you, like, I've been fortunate, I can buy, like, new lumber and stuff like that. But, hey, if you got scrap lumber and, and scrap materials, a lot of things that we do here can be done and built with scrap materials. Mm-hmm. And, and just use a little bit of cleverness and a couple of nails and screws and you're set to go. Um, one of the things that we uh, are really proud about is showing you how to do hydroponics here. And uh, we do th- four types here. And for those that are end of hydroponics, we do what's called uh, grow towers, mm-hmm. which does not recycle the water, by the way. Um, we do those for strawberries. We have what's also called NFT, which is nutrient film transfer um, uh, hydroponic systems. And our green, uh, greenhouse that's next to us, I don't know if you can see it in the camera, but uh, you'll see it in his pictures. Um, we have a floating raft system, and we also have Beto buckets, or another name for them is Dutch bucket systems for hydroponics. And it's funny is one of the two things around here is, one, soil is not always the best here in Central Oregon. Uh, you need to develop it. And water, we want to make sure that we're not wasting water. And believe it or not, even though I'm saying hydroponics, you're actually using much less water in hydroponics than you would a conventional garden.
0: No.
1: So we're pretty proud of that. So
0: I, want, I wanted to ask you, uh, this just got popped up in my mind. Huh? Do you think that uh, Oregon or the central region of Oregon is it doing that? Is it? Is it focused, like the Department of Agriculture, is it focused into permaculture, or is it using conventional? There's a
1: lot of political reasons for what they're doing and stuff in all areas, but um, there is a few, like, for example, there is a, um, what the heck is this, uh, Country uh, Vines is the name of the place in Madras. He's actually growing tomatoes and hydroponics in greenhouses uh, year-round, and it's a big operation, and he's selling to local uh, uh grocery stores and, and places already so uh, people are doing it and 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 when they do they're making a killing uh, yeah. and so he's he grows a uh, big beef uh, tomatoes and they're beautiful and he can do it almost a year round because he's got a greenhouse that can control the environments so he can keep it wow. 70 degrees all the time and really nice huh. but uh, the problem is is we all you know all of our farmers came in here doing traditional farming.
0: Because they come it's, from out of state?
1: Yeah, and it, usually it's influences from the outside. And so they come in, they tear up their land, and they use it, and and, and, they, and they just fall back on um, on uh, fertilizers and then uh, pesticides.
0: Do you know uh, there's, like, native corn here? Or is there some, or I no couldn't
1: rice? tell you. I, I don't know. One kind of, huh? But the the thing is, 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 is getting if we're going to continue to have these shortages and we're going to continue to have problems with our environment to get the chemicals we want to to do, the farming we do now, I think a lot of people, uh, a lot of, there is bigger ranches out there that are using permaculture as the solution to being better on the environment, better on the earth, better uh, uh, quality, uh, uh, taking better care of your animals. Like uh, having, uh, when you hear... uh, Uh, free birds or animals free-ranging or pigs or happy animals or not being in cages and stuff Mm -hmm. permaculture solves that problem and so uh, here we do small versions of all of it so people can come here and touch and feel if you want to see how we use our pigs to take care of our land and develop it uh, we can actually show you the stages of it Um, our chickens are not only making eggs for us uh, and uh, uh, but they also uh, have a job to work in our yard and help work the land, take care of our, uh, 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 our animals. We have two dogs here, by the way, so they'll come visit us. Um, this is Belle, she's a sweetheart. Yeah, she's pretty kind. Yep, she's a, she's a farm dog. A farm
0: animal. Yeah, she's and,
1: uh, but anyway, what we're just trying to show you guys is what you can okay. do in a small scale and big scale, mm-hmm. and and then actually show it, show it actually happening. So you can actually come here and see hydroponics. You can actually see us do permaculture. And I was able to show him the results of what has happened once the animals touch the land.
0: Okay. I, wanna, I wanted to ask you, uh, do you think it's, uh, how do you say, how, much, how difficult do you think it is for somebody who wants to start permaculture? or do you I think, think it's... That, oh, what's, what's like the best... Uh, tips of advice you okay. can say yeah, so or somebody sm- that wants
1: to- yeah small scale one thing that comes to mind really pops in my head right away when you say that uh-huh. is rabbits if you have uh-huh. a little property let's okay. say you just have a little house in Arizona Mesa or whatever you could probably get away with growing what two three rabbits
0: mm-hmm.
1: well you've got everything you need to have a great garden because <laughs> I always tell you rabbits have got magic pellets <laughs> <laughs> and what's really cool about rabbits is those little pellets can go right into the ground right away. It doesn't hurt the plants or anything. Huh. Um, and unlike some, like chicken chicken manure, you got to wait a little while. But anyway, so build yourself a above ground garden. Get yourself a couple of rabbits. Don't buy all of those chemicals. Put that rabbit poop in your garden, and uh, you'll make a killing. <laughs> and that's, that's cheap, tip, yeah. super cheap, and you got fuzzy little rabbits, you don't have to eat the rabbits either, you well, can be pet rabbits. Good,
0: they're pretty good in the stew, huh? Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, that's, I mean, Pozole. if you want to, <laughs> if you want to go further with that, and uh, rabbits are wonderful uh, food, and they yes. multiply fast, and it's very affordable.
0: But you can go crops or like lettuce, or anything, radish, yeah?
1: anything, yeah.
0: Strawberries,
1: yeah. Um, huh? Yeah, we, uh, strawberries, we, we love the strawberries here, but we, uh, we do t- uh, probably pounds and pounds of lettuce and Swiss chard. Mm-hmm. We do uh, corn here. Uh, we do really good on peppers. Variety. Um, yeah, so, um, but you know, if, if anything, we can make our grocery bill go way down.
0: That's the plan, you know, and I wanted to add, regardless to that, you, uh, you brought up a good question. Do you think the community you of Central Oregon is prepared for like permaculture, like uh, with their it habits?
1: They could be, and Do it, 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 be does take a, it does take a cycle. For example, you came here in an early stage where every year we've been adding more to our permaculture. So this year was our pigs. Hey, so he's, he's, he got to see a tour of our pigs, yep. and uh, where we've just started rotating them through the fields, and they you know tear up the land and they poop and pee in it which is all good stuff then we come in behind it and then the next thing we'll be doing is bringing the chickens in behind that and they'll churn things up and add to it then we come in with a tractor and just kind of level it out and cover up all that poop and pee and all that stuff which is just miracle fertilizer and uh so we're just starting early in each stage next year we might introduce a llama and let the llama walk around the fields and do their thing and and mm. add to the the soil and pretty soon this this light brown soil you see around here will start getting darker and prettier and and of course we do compost too so we'll kick our compost around and uh to so, for it so yeah so our our land our soil will be uh, better than when we started so the old saying of leaving the land better than when you found it that's mm. our goal here
0: That's that's a great goal and uh, regarding, uh, I'm gonna bring a topic. Uh, regarding tourism, yes. Um, what do you think the relationship is between permaculture and tourism? I think
1: there's a lot,
0: and and for here as well, for this region, even for your place. Like, what put what tourism potential do you see in your place? Eh? Like in I, this,
1: if I was if I was a family with a couple of kids. Uh-huh. And we came to Central Oregon, which Central Oregon's a wonderful place to vacation. We have, uh, you know, skiing and, and, and we have rivers here and we have uh, uh, reservoirs for fishing. Uh-huh. What would be funner than coming to a ranch or a little uh, place like ours, a homestead, and, and permaculture means animals. It means food. It means techniques and stuff. And What would be funner for kids than to be able to pet the animals, see the animals, and then learn that the animals are more than just an animal. They can actually um, uh, help out with the land and help grow food and become a have a mission with a, with the, with the land. And then also be able to grab a strawberry and and taste it right off the vine and and pet a pig or pet a llama or pet a cow. Uh, I think tourism wise, what a nice thing to bring your children to. You're teaching them about where our food comes from, how to take care of the land. How to give back? It's I, I. think it's a. If everybody had several little um, homesteads around this area, uh, people would love to come here, and you could actually have some products. You maybe even sell some of your plants, sell some seedlings, sell some, uh, send them home with a head of lettuce. Uh, so it's it's not only good for the person that's going on a tour, but it's good for the person that's doing the tour
0: that is great yeah and it came up a lot of ideas in my mind i,
1: I know it was like all day when we we're talking it's like why don't you do this whatever <laughs> yeah, and, and ours is the education, education uh, we like, like to educate or something like that. yeah and we sell some of our own products but uh have you really started?
0: have you started doing workshops maybe with like the people or the high schoolers in redmond
1: uh probably if they discovered us we'd do it i you mean up for that uh, yeah, I mean we okay. do it in a heartbeat. Um, I actually okay. used to be a teacher in aerospace, so I don't mind teaching and uh, oh, If yuppie, it's for young especially young yep. kids I mean our young kids need to know where their food's coming from and mm-hmm. and how to work hard and, and, and Get benefit from being accountable. And so to me, it's important mm-hmm. that we take the time to teach our kids this kind of stuff mm-hmm. so, um, so you, you and I strange. both talked about that yeah, our kids really good. need to know
0: That's something that I was going to get to, uh, like, the future, like, of this community, like, the youth. How do you see the youth towards this, you know, like, towards this type of living, you know? Well, they're not interested into it or or A lot of them, you know, they're in the
1: videos and all that kind of stuff. Uh And uh, parents are kind of more reluctant about giving the kids freedom to go ride their bikes a couple miles away and stuff. So Mm -hmm. life's a little different. I understand that. So, um, but... I think we may see some hardships coming and I don't want to be gloom and doom thing but I look at the hardships as something good it will cause our cause you to shut off the television more probably not play video games you'll have to shut off some of those prescription subscriptions and stuff and uh, the kids are going like maybe we need to grow a little food in the backyard and the kids are involved and pretty soon they realize there's more to life than electronics and so, uh, um, just because we may have some hardships as America here with the uh, uh, inflation and stuff, doesn't mean it has to be a bad thing. So.
0: That is certainly true. Um, especially, yeah, like you said, we we're, the kids now are living in this like technological era. You know, yeah, from, from the beginning, huh? you weren't, you didn't live like that. You lived in like the book era or some or I radio I mean or... I was
1: electronic I mean I'm a high you know you see we do podcasts here we do uh, Yeah, no, yeah uh, we see do you film get, stuff you, so we are high update, tech we just past. balance you gotta balance it We got
0: Starlink here huh? <laughs> we got
1: Starlink yeah we do all that kind of stuff that's crazy um, so uh, we have all of our we have cameras all over and not, uh, not for Check. just security but mm-hmm. we uh, for, we're definitely high tech rednecks here
0: even all the technology used for permaculture it's pretty like Sophisticated you know you need work huh? you here. Need it's a it's, tools, it's, huh? it's
1: a lot more tools mm-hmm. or You got to learn that you got to make everything mobile. So we got a mobile chicken tractor. We got a mobile uh, um, uh, Chicken pin that is on wheels that can move okay. around the property That's uh, Fences are not permanent. We use uh, um, premier fencing electric fencing so we can take our fences down and move them. So we, we move our animals throughout the property. Mm-hmm. So you gotta think mobile. So instead of a chicken uh house like that one that's permanent, mm-hmm. you gotta build a chicken house that's mobile on wheels. Mm-hmm. And even your pigs or your cows, you gotta teach them to move around on the property and not work the land too far. You would just want them to tear it up enough so you can move them and then develop the property and and, no, and make the soil right. better and stuff so mm-hmm. it's a different concept it's not so yeah, much technology as it is changing your mindset of how you grow things for food plants and animals it's all got to be yes. mobile
0: yeah it's just kind of like the how the old ways used to be you know like with mm-hmm. the mayans and all of that but now with modern tools you yeah. yeah. but yeah it's it's very Using the land, for example, in some of the cases, they use, like, like, say, four different types of crops, and then they switch the, the crops out, yeah, so all of them get Yep, different. and a lot
1: of them don't do that. They should.
0: So that's something
1: yeah. else, huh? But. Yeah, and then uh, the other thing is any leftovers, you don't see off to our right that we have some old corn that's being torn down. That is gold. That's that's a compost. And, compost uh, and we have yeah. compost bins and our things, so we, another thing that contributes is any of your food scraps... Anything left over from your gardens and if I grow too much food here uh, It goes to our animals so Mm -hmm. I can reduce my chicken feed my pig feed the whole works by excess food that I grow So it's everything recycles nothing try to waste less things
0: and I I wanted to ask you now like um, What um, How many people can this sustain you know? As many as you want,
1: as far as you want to take it. But that's <laughs> okay. this is glorious. Like, you wouldn't believe the amount of tomatoes we produce in hydroponics. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing. We uh, we got and it was our first year last year to have this all built and going, and we did not expect to get as many tomatoes as we did. Our our tomatoes were to the roof. And we are uh, we grow what's called Jet Stars, a super good tomato. Huh. And it was amazing. And so we're actually doubling that this year. So we're <laughs> wow, going to have really? so much. But if we don't eat it, we'll feed our animals. And uh, uh, our hydroponics, we're stepping that up. And then we're doing more conventional gardening, too, in the ground. Mm. Um, so, uh, and we experiment and add to this every year. So depending on size of your family or maybe you want to sell this stuff, I can make seedlings, we have a growing room, we showed them our growing room, and uh, I could take those seedlings and go to a little, uh, uh, on Kruger River Ranch where we're at here, we actually have our own farmer's market. So we can actually sell seeds or plants, I can sell uh, lettuce, I can sell anything I want to, but I'm so busy now with between Ranger Rob Country Living and the podcasts, and all the things we do. <laughs> no it's time, all, man. He keeps uh, giving me like, you should do this, you should do that. I'm going, yes I should, but I don't have time. <laughs>
0: There's time the day, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like
1: today, it's like we're uh, doing several things. Uh, Sherry's actually in the background, my wife. Uh-huh. Uh, we're uh, getting uh-huh. our uh, she's hydroponics she's up sick. and running. Mm-hmm. She's doing final, we're going to do some burning today. We're going to build a uh, there's always something to do and so you never you will stay healthy people
0: yep it's, its it's a balance you know activity you start doing things of like that you know mm-hmm. I wanted to ask um final question I, I can say um what what message would you give to that person that um is uh thinking of uh doing permaculture like he's uh, deciding to uh, make that step
1: um I think if you're somebody, one is, one is anything you can do to help reduce your costs at the grocery store. All right. You could really help. And so if you're trying to fight inflation, fight shortages, do things. If you have children and you want to introduce them to more earthly things and how where your food comes from, whether it's meat or just plants, mm-hmm. uh, that's my message. Is You'll be taking a step back to let our kids know where things are coming from. Um, and two, as you get older, I'm now spring chicken. This forces me every day to get out, feed my pigs, clean up Mm. things, do projects, get exercise. Um, otherwise I'd probably be 400 pounds. Um, (laughs) and uh, I'm already, I'm still, you know, uh, squeezably soft. (laughs) 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 But, uh, uh, But I'm active. I'm always moving. And and when you get my age, being active is important. And uh, having a homestead at whatever level you want it to be will force you to go outside, force you to and I got to go outside in the rain. I got to go out in the snow. If you don't uh, want to, huh? You to, I mean, I got to do it. I, the animals yes, don't yeah. feed themselves. So uh, it's yeah. healthy. It's a healthy lifestyle. That's the biggest thing right there. Mm-hmm.
0: That is, we'll end with that very good. I really appreciate you, Rob.
1: Oh, yes, I enjoyed it.
0: Um, if somebody wants to check out your, like, your social media, or they want to contact you for maybe a tour, how can they reach this, out to you?
1: Uh, well, you can. Uh, we have Ranger Rob Country Living Facebook. Just message us there, okay. or I uh, go to Rob Scribner's Scribner. Facebook, um, and you can contact us through our uh, Ran- Ranger Rob Country Living uh, you know, YouTube channel. Uh, we have Twitter. We have all that stuff. So we are. Website? You have a
0: website as well.
1: Uh, I have a Ranger Rob Country Living uh, dot com website too. So you can all catch right. us through there.
0: All right. So, so definitely check out all the videos that he posts. All of the things he sets up. Um, I'm sure you're going to like it, and hopefully if you can make it here, make a, you can do a short tour. Yeah, we love to it's, do tours. It's, uh, it's well worth it, you know. Yep. So uh, thank you for uh, listening or looking at this video and Let's Talk Tourism, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. Take care.
1: Take care.